The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This weekend's episode of the Inside Line Formula One podcast again, we have a reversal of roles. The number two guy is currently doing the number one service. So, <laughs> a big welcome to everyone. A big welcome to Rishi Kapoor as well. Uh, there are team orders in play here. We believe in them, especially if it helps Nico Rosberg. <laughs> Not bad for a number two, yeah, Gunal. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, my friend has been really kind in accepting that number. But I must tell you, uh, today's episode is really special for the both of us. We could be talking to a to a future world champion, Kunal, today. Absolutely. You know, Rishi, what what I'm very excited and what excites me the most about today's episode is we've grown listening to heroic stories of Lewis Hamilton being groomed since the age of nine and twelve, and we've heard of stories of Daniel Ricciardo and Sebastian Vettel coming mm-hmm. in through the Red Bull Junior programs. Mm-hmm. But we've never really had those stories in real while they were growing. Mm-hmm. Either it was lack of access or lack of stories being available. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what you and I are going to try and do today is actually make a content piece, give this access to mm-hmm. possibly India's next Formula One driver. Ah, yes. He could be the next big thing. He is with us and he's really going to rock it, whether it's on track or on the mic today. In our special feature of No Dai Racer, today we have Jihan Daruwala from the Sahara Force India Academy, one from a billion hunt. You know his progress and, and you've been really watching what he's doing. Just run me through his story. So to be honest, before I even start up with what he's done, mm-hmm. he's the guy who's living the dream. True that. Okay, True and that. that's really... I'm a bit jealous, actually. <laughs> well, uh, given where I come from, I think I'll also be jealous. You know, he's a fantastic <laughs> racer, a great person to know, very dedicated, uh, very uh, fit as well. He was uh, one of the best racers in India in 2011. That's brilliant. He won the Asia-Pacific Championship in 2012 in junior karting. Dear Lord. He doubled it up with the British Karting Championship, which is one of the most coveted title in karting. Oh my word. Which I believe Lewis Hamilton has won as well. I ah. was lucky enough to see him race a few rounds. Mm-hmm. And now he's one of the top runners in the World Series of karting. This guy's looking really good for Formula 1 in the future. Absolutely. And not just for India, but for you know fans everywhere. I mean, at the end of the day, you will hear this name somewhere on the grid. And hopefully it is very soon. His name is there on the grid. His voice is here on the Inside Line F1 podcast. This is our conversation that happened with Jehan. Welcoming the star of the future. Oh, the blue-eyed boy. Oh, the guy who can be the fastest Indian and probably the only Indian in Formula 1 future. My name is Rishi and with me alongside... Wow, I'm very excited to talk to Jehan Darwala. Hello, Jehan. Welcome to Inside Line F1 podcast. Hi, it's a great pleasure to be here. Thank you. Uh-huh. So, so you you were at a family dinner, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I'm just at a family dinner with yeah. my parents. Is this dinner like a racer's dinner where you don't have anything junk and you just have have the meat and just the the the, the good carbohydrates and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just come on holiday with my family. Uh-huh. 
and this is the first night out for four of us, so we just come to eat some Chinese food. Ah, Chinese. All right, all right. You can't have and that before getting into a car, can you? No, I normally avoid uh, rice, uh, any fried food, uh-huh. or anything, red meat, really. Yeah, anything that puts you to sleep or makes you puke. Yeah. We've we've been very happy to know your progress in the in the in the, the junior formula and and in karting and stuff. Uh early days in karting, driving without a license because you know guys at your age don't usually have a driving license and and suddenly you're yeah. in a in a racing car and how does that feel? I mean, it feels great because uh, first of all, I've got only a license for go-karting which itself is a big achievement. And uh, yeah. then I've I'm one of the few Indians representing India out of the country. Okay, that's and good. And so far this year, I've exceeded my expectations and have had a pole position and a victory to my name. Uh-huh. Uh You know, at your age, you're still in the junior formula. You know, when I see Formula One and where there are guys to clean the visor also for a driver and you're in a junior formula, uh, you know, you're still uh, in the in the upcoming part of racing. Tell me a typical day. What do you do on a racing weekend? What happens? How many people help you? How many people are there in the team, etc.? I mean, uh, a cart, a go karting paddock is like a mini Formula One paddock, really. Uh-huh. It's just uh, it's all about teamwork and getting ready for the race weekend. Uh-huh. Normally, before race weekend, I prepare mentally and physically. I have a mental trainer called Don McPherson, okay. who sends me DVDs to listen to before at night to set me up for the day. Okay, and, and these DVDs uh, are motivational speeches. What are they? Yeah, I mean they're just. Uh, things are playing my head to motivate me mm-hmm. and for me to perform at my best mm-hmm. and then during the day normally we go to the track quite early to help with the mechanics okay and get the car ready for the day and do the best possible job possible uh-huh uh-huh that's that's, that's really good yeah so uh, how many mechanics do you have like your personal ones like you know this is I mean, my engineer uh, i only have one mechanic mm-hmm. and i also have a driver coach an engineer and a team owner Oh. So I'm well looked after, and uh, they always do the best for me. Uh huh. Do you have your personal, uh, uh, you know, physical training coach and diet uh, personnel, and you know, people who say just eat this, don't eat that? Yeah, I mean, uh, Paul Deresta's uh, old trainer, uh-huh. Jerry Conway, is my uh, fitness trainer, and uh-huh. takes care of my food diary as well, uh-huh. and he makes sure I'm fit enough for karting and cars in the future. But so while you're racing, have you ever felt like, oh, today I really want to have an ice cream or a donut, and your and your coach says, no, brother, it's not happening. Uh, I miss uh, the Indian food a lot when I'm in UK. Uh huh. Uh huh. So no spices, no rice, no. Not really, no. <laughs> so do you guys have your own cheerleaders as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like, as I said, it's like mini Formula One. Uh-huh. As we got into the grid, we have great girls waiting for us. Yay! And, <laughs> and yeah, it's all. All quite a lot of fun, really. I remember when I was 16, like, we used to dream of Hollywood actresses and we didn't even know what Formula 1 exactly was. And, you know, you're yeah. living the dream at, at 16. And, you know, for an Indian, it's the scenario is always about cricket, you know. So what kind of reactions do you get and how realistic is, is Formula 1 for Indians in the future? I mean, uh, the invention of the Indian Grand Prix was a big deal for Indians. Mm-hmm. And it attracted many Indians. And as I see around, there are many people in the media and many other people, mm-hmm. many friends on Facebook who love Formula One. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's been it's growing over the past few years and mm-hmm. at a good rate. And hopefully in the future, good support from the country will help me as well.
it's it's really a dream sequence you know not a lot of people get that opportunity being at the right place at the right time so you know do you sometimes believe that yes this is happening yes someday i'll make it into formula 1 how how are you living the dream i mean uh um i was self shocked when i was really chosen by sara force india mm-hmm. to be the one and uh, being a part of a formula 1 team is it's itself great uh-huh. and uh, as long as you perform at your level best uh-huh. they would choose you and the past few years in karting mm-hmm. i performed well and it's just really hard to believe that i'm actually part of a formula 1 team That's and great. formula 1 is in the near future of me it's just not really sticking into my head but we will be there to cheer you i want to know what different kinds of circuits you've been to which is your favorite one uh, my favorite circuit is sarno which is in italy okay uh Last year in the World Championships, I qualified second overall uh-huh. in junior class, and then this year in the WSK World Series of Karting, I uh-huh. qualified on pole. Uh-huh. And uh, that is my favorite circuit. It is the longest one as well, and it's the most fun to drive around. It's got all sorts of corners, fast corners, chicane, uh-huh. good slipstream. Okay, I agree. Slipstream reminds me. Do you think there should be DRS in karting? Uh, the kart cars don't have wings, and that's. Uh, what a good thing because you can race quite close acha <laughs> uh-huh. no, no, no i i knew where i was going but i wanted to ask you so you know i've heard you can overtake like four or five people in one corner in karting uh, you know realistically up to eight also is possible how many have you overtaken like the maximum body count the most places uh, you can make up is really at the start when everyone goes out and stuff mm-hmm. so i mean i started last 34th for a race i made into the top 6 or 7 after the first lap What? That is better than Ayton Senna. <laughs> okay, that brings me to the point. Which is your favorite Formula One driver? Who do you want to compete against? Oh, uh, my favorite Formula One driver is Fernando Alonso. Okay. I believe that he hasn't had the car to support him, and his aggression and driving style is one I aspire to. Okay, so you know there, there was a Michael Schumacher situation with Vettel, where Vettel. saw him as an idol while growing up and then later raced with him and and beat him do you think you can do it to alonso <laughs> uh, i think uh, everything is possible in life as long as you try your best i am sure with the grooming of the sara force in the academy and the way they progress to the three years of formula 1 uh, okay. i would have a good chance to race against fernando alonso and hopefully beat him in the future okay that's for the future but for for, for the current uh, scenario do you have like a fierce rival on track that you usually glare at and you don't shake hands with him and you guys have like a bit of a you know bit of a cold fight off the track uh, also i mean no uh, really i everyone is my rival on the track but uh, like last year for example in the championship mm-hmm. my my most competitive rival was my teammate Daniel Tickton uh-huh and uh, we were rivals on track most of the time but as soon as we came off track we mean we forgot about everything we ate lunch together mm-hmm. but as soon as uh, everything was good but as soon as it came to the last round of the championship mm-hmm. it just all tightened up a bit but after the race we just met again and became friends again so i mean honestly on track no one everyone is my enemy but I don't really have any enemies off the track. You must have had a moment where you must have carried the Indian tricolor. You must have stood on the top top step of the podium, and, and what's the feeling like? Because you know, I've always wanted to see that, feel that. Yeah, I mean, uh, my greatest 
moment in life that I carry the most is when I won the WSK Master Series in Italy in mm-hmm. Castelletto. Mm-hmm. And I was on the top step of the podium and the Indian flag raised behind me. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And uh, when the national anthem played, uh, yes. my heart skipped the beat and it was yes. a great feeling. I know, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps as you, as you say that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very proud that you're doing this for the country. Not a lot of people at your age are... Uh, contributing so well, not not us for sure, but you know future plans. Uh, Carting the single seaters, you know different levels. What's in the near future? What's in the pipeline? I mean, I think uh, at the current rate, I may cart for another year and then move into Formula Renault. So uh, I I believe you you meet a lot of fast people, some who are world champions, some who are former world champions. So I, I want to know how your interaction with Nikki Lauda and Michael Schumacher and uh, Sebastian Vettel was. I mean, I met Nikki Lauda at the Formula One race in Delhi, mm-hmm. and he came to the Sarah Force India Hospitality where I met him, and he was a great person to meet, and I was uh, a great pleasure to meet him, Rory, because I had just seen the movie Rush, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, he was just a great person, and just being around him, he gave me some good motivation. About Michael Schumacher, I mean, it was great because his son used to race with me in the junior class. Ah. And seeing a seven-time world champion around the track and seeing you drive is, is a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and what was the interaction like? What did he tell you? Just a common interaction because I was a bit aggressive on track and he just told me to calm down a bit. Just nothing much. But then uh, we spoke later and just mm-hmm. it was just normal chat because I'm good friends with his son. Ah, but I believe you were beating him so Michael had a little talk with you. I mean, uh, I just made an aggressive move, mm-hmm. move which he didn't really like. And that was really it. It was not really anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you listen to him or still went aggressive on his son and still beat him? I mean, uh, I look at everyone the same way on the track. It doesn't matter really who it is. Mm-hmm. So, I like be I like being aggressive and make my moves as soon as possible really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. So, current Formula 1 season... Uh, Sebastian Vettel is still racing. Sebastian, I believe, was racing with you in, in karts and you were beating him like anything. So, wow. How was that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I landed up in the first round of the German Championships and uh, I saw his name on one go-kart. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the first session, uh, he was there. And we did four sessions all day and it was great to drive with him. But I was, I was faster, but... Uh, just being around him was a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so current Formula 1 season, who do you think is going to be champion? Rosberg or Hamilton? I think uh, Hamilton. Ah, you're a Hamilton person. Ah, nice to know that. Mm. <laughs> I just think Hamilton's a bit more talented and a bit faster. Ah, but but mentally, I think Rosberg but, is stronger. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, mentally, Rosberg is stronger. So it's going to be a hard battle all year. Okay, at the end of the season, if you go right, I'm going to send you a box of chocolates. If not, you shall send me a front wing. <laughs> All right. So that's the deal. Brother, it's been great, great, great chatting up with you. I wish you all the best for the future. I'm sure there's a lot of people around you who are doing some great things to you. And, uh, and, and hopefully we'll be around when you'll be on the top step of the podium of a Formula 1 race and championship. And I, and I wish you uh, all the flying colours, especially the checkered flags uh, in the upcoming races. Thanks, thanks a lot. Kunal, my first takeaway is he has a manager for PR. He has a PR team that tells him this is how you're going to answer. You're going to behave really professional. You're 16 now. This has to be a lot, a lot more matured. Uh, the guy, 
I was really, really, really. This is the seriousest pod podcast we've ever had. Yeah, it just shows that sixteen is so focused that uh -huh. he could actually stand Rishi Kapoor's jokes with a straight face. I know. I'm feeling. I loved it when you asked him about DRS. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have him on the show, and uh, Kunal, how many years do you give him before he reaches Formula One? It's difficult to put a number to it. Rishi but you know what's important is not just for our fans in India but mm -hmm. those listening to us in Japan USA UK Spain as well yes is to remember this name and this is hopefully one indian driver who will make it with the indian formula 1 team and i'd love to see him race at the indian grand prix i i i'm sure he can handle a champagne he's a daru wala but uh, <laughs> and and i'm sure he can handle the media which i've just seen so best of luck to jehan and his team and here's to all you guys in, in on the inside line f1 podcast you regulars out there we shall be coming back with a lot more scoop a lot more dope on formula 1 a lot more news coming our way this is the shutdown but the only things that not shutting down is the inside line f1 woohoo keep listening keep racing Our biggest storage event just got stronger. The Store More Save More event going on now at the Home Depot. Get the exclusive 77-inch Husky welded I-beam steel shelving for just 179 bucks. It now holds up to 10,000 pounds. Plus, it's the only steel shelving with a full lifetime warranty. Find more Husky steel shelving online at homedepot.com. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limited time only. Vent and dates vary by store. Claim based on 2,500 pounds per shelf when evenly distributed. See store for details.